Hey there, and welcome back to the Mini Weekend. My name is Jack. Oh, that did not go well either. Let's crack it here and get the ball rolling. How's it going tonight, Ben? You know, it's going damn fine. How are you today? Not too bad. Not too bad. I got. I gotta say, I kind of this um. So tonight we went with the Atomic Tangerine Sour Ale from uh, the good people over at Tin Whiskers uh, Brew Co. And, um, wow. man, yeah, I gotta... Wow. I like it. That is a sour, sour ale, man. I, it's, I don't see, I don't get too much sour... For, dude, you should have tried the rhubarb um, one with me last week. Yeah. Tart as hell. Not saying I didn't like. I, I'm. I'm not saying it was terrible. I'm just saying. Oh my! Between the tartness and the carbonation, I'm just like, oh yikes! That that was rough. That was rough. I think this is. So I'm not a huge sour fan usually, but this is fun. I, I like it. That. I was. I was hoping for more, of an apparent, um, tangerine kind of orange taste. Yeah. But it's subtle. And I actually really like it, and I thought I was going to actually prefer it to be like more of a bold kind of taste. So on the side of the can, I mean, people listening can't see this, but on the side <laughs> of the can, there's there's an explosion. Oh, I love it. And that is what's happening in my mouth. That is literally what's going on. My taste buds were like, what the fuck <laughs> is this? And honestly, we've talked about it before on the podcast. I am Locked like, up. I love trying new beers, but going to Total Wine and finding like new beers to try out, like... If your if your can appeals to me and it looks different, like I didn't even I didn't even realize this was from Tin Whiskers or what it was called until I got home. Yeah. So I just saw the can like pointed like this. I'm like, yep, trying this one. Did you get a total wine? Oh yeah. yeah, I get all unless unless any breweries listening want to send free beers my way or total wine. Yeah, um, yeah, no, that's all I do for for all you craft beer lovers. Um, total wine, you can make your own. A six pack for those that don't know um but more into tin whiskers have you ever been here man no i haven't where is it tell me about it so it is actually it's on ninth street east in st paul it's actually um st paul it is it oh, it's is a cup, yeah it's kind of it's like a block away from the london Firelies in st paul um i feel like i've been here before a long long time ago i don't know how long it's been um serviceable but i'm pretty sure i've been here before but it's it's been a while mm. but yeah i shit i mean i like this i would i would have this again it's i was just looking at it. it's what um six seven six seven so this will Love have ha, have a couple of these you're good to go good to go mm -hmm. i think uh one is fine if i get it I, I wouldn't be able to do a sixer that would be a, too many of these but it's a fun fun beer no it's a Try fun it beer i i kind of got a little worried about myself for the sour part because after doing something very tart last week i'm like oh my gosh i don't want to like i don't want this to be too sour the first couple sips i didn't get any sourness the more i take some sips of it i get kind of like a aftertaste sourness and i kind of like it yeah. I like that app. Like, I don't mind sour stuff. I just don't want it, like, in, in my face. Right. Yeah. Um, 
I agree with that. This is good. This is good, man. So yeah, for for those that don't know, go check it out. It's twbrewing.com. Um, this website. When you get home, you gotta check out this website too. It's um simple but kind of in your face kind of um tells you a little bit of the history of it um uh another like websites that don't have the ability for you to be like hey if i don't want to go to your brewery where do i go to find it if you don't have that like are you really a brewery (laughs) does the podcast have a website not so we have some things we were going to talk about tonight that is one of the few things in the works i know we were talking about this a little bit before the podcast but for those that are wondering this is the inaugural podcast of our brand new microphone so ben seaford over here is uh, over here enjoying these um so yeah we got a lot of fun things on the horizon um we got a website i'm currently um getting to work on with my sister we got a webcam we're gonna start being uh live streaming some uh the episodes in hopefully four weeks no more than eight weeks mm-hmm. um to get that up and coming so um for those that are wondering go to youtube it's not looking great the channel yet but go to youtube and look up the mini weekend and subscribe to that so you guys can get notified of um those two but um yeah before we get too ahead of ourselves why don't we wrap up with this so what what would you rate this out of 10 let me let me give it another seven or out of five out of ten, have you? Is this your first time on the podcast? Ah, you're right. <laughs> I think it's like third, actually. Um, you know, as like a fun beer, so five being like your average beer, like your Bush Light, I would give this like a seven and a half. Pretty I like solid. it. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say I haven't given anything this high, maybe ever, but it's been a while since I've done it. Um. I like it. I would go out of my way to get this again. Mm-hmm. And it's not your ordinary beer. So for that, I'm going to go I'm going to go at 9-1. I like it and I'm I'm more I mean again, I think some of my bias is coming to like here. I think once it gets nice out, I tend to gravitate to more of these mm-hmm. just because they're easier to drink. It's more kind of seasonal kind of stuff, but um yeah, 9-1. Um and you said you haven't been here before. No. Which is weird because I'm all around St. Paul all the time. I lived in St. Paul for six years. God damn it. Go Tommies. Yeah. Go Tommies, right? So, yeah. So, wrapping up uh, just here for the beer. Like we said, go check them out. TWBrewing.com. Unfortunately, their tap room is closed on Mondays, Tuesdays through Thursdays, 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, Fridays, uh, 4 to 9 as well. I don't know why they separated those. Saturday, noon to 9, and Sundays, noon to 6. And you can also find them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So with that, with my fellow uh, Tommy alum here, we're going to get into uh, the Tommy town. And um, I'm so glad you sent me that article a couple days ago. So why don't you kick us off? Um, with our new D1 school. So what's uh, what's St. Thomas been up to lately, Ben? So the big news that I saw, at least, is uh, there's this golf course right next to St. Thomas. I actually lived across the street from it. It's uh, on Creton. 
uh, off of Creighton Ave. I forget what the name of the golf course is. Maybe you can... Uh, town and country. Town and country. It's like right on the river, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice golf course. I actually broke into it. One story. <laughs> um, I'll tell you about I that. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. That's hilarious. Yeah, it was It was COVID. had just started. Everywhere was shut down. Me and my roommates lived across the street. So we jumped the fence and we, we actually had a... That's really. Beach day in one of the sand traps. <laughs> That's right. It was like 50 degrees out. We brought like beach towels. But anyway. This is not the first time I've heard this story. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fun. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Town and Country Club, don't don't come after me. <laughs> but um, St. Thomas made a, an offer to the Town and Country Club. It was $61.5 million bucks or something like that yeah. uh, to purchase the whole whole thing, their, all of their land. Uh, I'm guessing to build just more housing, student centers, uh, athletic facilities a little bit of everything pretty excited about it honestly um and for those that don't know this um this golf course isn't even on the market like st thomas just yeah. went to them and said we need more space so i have a theory and i've been waiting to tell you this ben ben actually came over for dinner before the podcast so we've i've been, I've been trying to resist to tell him right Ooh. now live on the podcast but i have a theory so you get your phone out, and you look up, and you go into St. Paul here, okay? So for our fellow uh, Tommy listeners, obviously, if you look, I'm talking uh, North Campus here. So if you look, St. Thomas's North Campus goes up to Creighton. The northwest corner is Creighton and what's that? Selby, okay? Yeah. You go north to, um, yeah, two blocks to Marshall Avenue, and from Marshall and Creighton, to the river is a town and country course okay before i get to my theory i graduated from st thomas back in 2014 so now people know i'm old um but not only do, do they know i'm old but one of my capstone teachers for my major was on the board at st thomas that reached out to the community as you know i mean every school has it you know stupid you know stupid things happen they you know apologize for it stuff like that yeah um and she told me Back in 2014, while we were a Division three school, they had reached out to every single resident in, I think, a one to two block radius, offering to buy every single house to expand. <laughs> and all of them said no. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't disagree with them. You, you probably feel the same way. When I was at St. Thomas, I had my bike, and I lived off campus a couple years, and biking through that area, I'm like... Fuck. I'm like, if I could, like, in 10 years, if I could afford one of these houses, I would love to live in this area. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. So I don't blame them. But at the same time, St. Thomas needs this land. So They're this is my... landlocked, yeah. <clears throat> so this is my theory. With that said, I think this town and country club, I think I think it's eventually going to happen. I honestly do. I, I, I don't know if it's going to happen right away. I just Googled it, and... The town and country club rejected the sixty-one million dollar offer, like today or something. Uh, but I agree with you. I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen. I think I think the town and country club. I don't know how it's going to get done. It might honestly get to the point where they're just like, "All right, F and A." But here's the kicker: it's one of the oldest courses in the state. Really? Yeah. Huh. So here's my kicker. Or here's my theory. I think they want to go after this because then, again, you're looking at your map here. You look at um, Creighton. Uh, yeah, Creighton over to, is that Mississippi Boulevard? Yep. And then down there, 
my theory is they want to go after this land right up here. Then to go to all these residents and say, hey, we got a lot of stuff going on up here. We got a lot of stuff going on over here. You don't want to be in the middle of this, do you? <laughs> I mean, maybe a little far-fetched, but I can't be, it can't be that far-fetched. No. Like, that's my theory. I think... I, I just, right. it sucks because honestly, if that doesn't go through, and again, I remember like they were wanting to expand, I mean, it's 2022 now. They were wanting to expand eight years ago when I was a senior there. Um, so, I mean, you know, again, looking at the map, I'm just like, you know, if they don't, if that doesn't go through, where, where do you expand to? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm trying to pull it up too, but uh, I think that they will go back to them with, a very high offer. I think, yeah, I think they're, I think um, when it's all said and done, they're going to give the town and country course an offer they can't refuse. Yeah, and I yeah. think they're going to keep going until they do because St. Thomas has a stupid amount of money. Let's just be real. They really do. They, their endowment is crazy. But I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I can see them just purchasing a, a big plot of Greenland, too, and uh, just shoveling people over, kind of like we do with the Minneapolis campus. But, yeah. Yeah, well, and that's the other crappy thing, too. You think, for those that don't know, you're just like, well, you know, just add on to the Minneapolis campus. The Minneapolis campus is literally in the middle of downtown Minneapolis. It's not like it's in northeast or southeast. or uh -huh. It's like in, like, you used to, I used to take that bus down to the Target, that Target, yeah. um, before yeah. I had a car, and do that. And buddies and I would literally use that bus on a Friday night or a Saturday to hang out downtown Minneapolis for the day for no other reason just to hang out there so that we could go to the clubs and the bars mm -hmm. at night mm -hmm. and then just, you know, get an Uber back. Um, yeah. I think they'll expand, and uh, they'll they'll have to include more athletic facilities. I mean, they just have to. Oh, for sure. I, mean, I was school, and I mean, they. You you mentioned earlier today that uh, the difference in size between them and like a U of M for somebody uh, is massive, and we're just going to keep gaining more enrollment. More well, and not that they're need to have more. Right, well, and not that we're at the status of a U of M or like a, like a University of Wisconsin-Madison yet. But you have to think, what, what brings kids to St. Thomas? They love being in the middle of downtown. They like, like, they love the area, you know? Um, so, yeah, you have to think at some point some things give. And part of it now, too, is I don't know if you realize this. I told Cassie this um, a couple of days ago when you sent me this ish, um, this email. The men's and women's soccer teams had to mirror their schedules so that one team, so it was essentially, you look at the men's team, and that was their schedule. The women's team was their schedule, but the opposite. So if the men were at home playing, you know, the Denver Pioneers, mm -hmm. the women were away playing the Denver Pioneers because on South Campus, as a Division three school, it was never an issue because... Women's soccer was in the fall and men's soccer was in the spring or vice versa. Yep. Well, now in Division One, they're both in the fall, so they can't they can't both be there. And um, the softball team is right there too, or the softball field's right there too. And as a Division One school, there's something about how there's a saying uh, 
sanction is not the right word, but there's something in place that it's like you can't, unless it's doubling like as track and football, you can't like overlap or I don't know something. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Yeah, we'll see. We'll um, see, my dude. But with that, I thought maybe I thought we could talk about our first first year D one. So I don't know if you um knew too much about this, so I'm just going to spit some of these uh records off to you. Um because needless to say, other than our football team Did we get pooped on? Yikes. <laughs> so women's soccer, uh here, let's just start off with the like our football team was the only team that held its own. So yeah. football started September fourth, seven and three overall. That's we had really one good. we had one game that got canceled. Six and two in the Pioneer Football League, and the two teams that beat us this year, I looked up, have kind of traded spots the last uh, three to four years, being one and two. So not too bad. For the other teams, let's listen to this: women's soccer, four twelve and one, two seven and zero in the Summit League. Men's soccer, three eleven and two, two four and zero in the Summit League. Uh, volleyball. Three and twenty-five, two and sixteen in the Summit League. Three and twenty-five. Don't sleep on this volleyball team. Oh. I think in two to three years they could be very good. This volleyball team, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, ladies. I think there's about twenty-one people on the roster. I think there were fourteen or fifteen freshmen on the team this year. Really? So they were very young. Wow. They were very young. Um, football seven and three. Women's hockey. Five twenty-five and one, three twenty-three and one in um, oh. in the WCHA. But we, I kind of figured women's hockey and men's hockey would struggle because of the um, the conferences that they're in. The women's hockey team is currently in the WCHA championship series. Guess who they're playing? The number one team ranked in the nation, the Minnesota Golden Gophers. So nice. we were playing the Wisconsin Badgers, M- uh, Mankato, UMD, St. Cloud State. Like they were playing very tough teams. Um, they just wrapped up, like I said, their regular season. Men's hockey still has uh, this weekend to go. They're three twenty eight and one Man. in the in the um, CCHA with two games remaining. Men's basketball nineteen nine and nineteen three and thirteen in the Summit League with two games remaining. And women's basketball, six and twenty, three and thirteen in the summit league with two games remaining. So it sounds like women's volleyball did the worst. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Football did the best. Just trying to get an idea. But and I think we talked about this because I remember having you on the podcast this summer before any of these sports happened. Mm-hmm. And I think we were in agreement after looking at the WCHA teams and the CCHA not to expect much from the hockey team. So I don't put too much stock into them. I think I actually had a hot take on that one, if I remember right. I thought that the hockey team would be okay. They were not okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I, should, I should go back you and should. listen to I, that I'm, and find out. I think I remember saying that. Because <laughs> I was like, it's a hot take. It's a hot take. I'm an idiot. <laughs> You're not an idiot. Hey, 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 people are wrong. Wrong. Like, 
Joe Rogan, they talk about sports. I'm sure he's been wrong. You probably listened to like oh. Stephen A. Smith. Skip, Skip Bayless is always wrong. I have never heard that man be right about anything. <laughs> Not a one. Not a one. So, and I mean, I think, you know, we got our baseball and softball teams to look forward to. They haven't started off terrible. Um, the men's baseball team's 0-4. They just started the season. Uh, the softball team, um, I think they just started off the season too. Yeah, two and three of their first tournament. So, I mean, I think the silver lining in this is you can only go up from here. I mean, you That's can't true. get much worse than this. And it, is by. there an inaugural it is. season? I mean, we expected them to kind of be shit this year. The, I, I even said that their football team would be like maybe 500 if they're lucky. I thought they were going to get just crapped I thought I thought our football team was actually looking at the Pioneer Football League because... For those that don't remember, the Summit League is the league that we're in, except, except hockey, for except for hockey and football because they don't have those sports. So football, they're in the Pioneer Football League. So I thought because of the of the conference they were in the Pioneer Football League, I actually thought similar to you. I thought the football team would be able to hold its own. Um, I just and t- tell me how you feel about this. I think had we started off five hundred. Or decent in a lot of these sports, it would have been different because then you have to keep up that level of play. Because what I would hate to happen is have them have those seasons now, and then you know twenty one, twenty two, and then in you know in five six years have them be at the bottom of the barrel. I'd rather them be at the bottom of the barrel right now and then incrementally get better. Yeah. Than anything yeah. else. Yeah, you're right. I I think. Football, well, so I I like that football started off really strong because that's going to really attract a lot of talent. And it, it now we're actually known as a, we're a good football program to come to in Minnesota. That's D1. I mean. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I like that at least football started strong. Do I wish other sports have started, would have started strong? Yeah, but I I'm fine with them being how they are now. Well, but even even right now, um, I don't know how much you follow hockey, but I urge you either right now or when you get home, look up for men's hockey the CCHA mm-hmm. um, teams and the WCHA teams for women's. If you knew right now the teams that they were playing, you'd be like, I can't believe they won three games. I can't believe <laughs> they won five. I mean, the teams, like, the Badgers won the entire thing, the national championship last year. Yeah. The The women's golf uh, for women's, the women's uh, golden golfer team is religiously a top five team in the nation. UMD is always a good team. Like, and then same thing with, and then same thing with, um, with the men's team, they're in the CCHA with UMD and St. Cloud State. Both made it to the Frozen Four last year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least we won a couple. <laughs> yeah. So, no. throwing you back here uh, to Caruso and football. I, I was talking to my buddy about this the other day. Yeah, give it to me. Do you think that Coach Caruso is going to jump ship after a couple of years here? And do you think he'll get poached by, you know... A bigger school uh, with you know better recruits, or do you think he'll he'll stay here for you know 
the time being? What, what do you think his best options are? Good question. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, I think he will, within the next couple of years here, I think he will garner some interest. I think some lower-level D1 schools and some D2 schools were looking at him because of how dominant we were when we were D3. I think he will get some looks. I would be surprised if he did not coach us for at least the next decade because he has two young kids and he's in the Highland Park area. So when you got two young kids and you're in the Highland Park area and Minnesota is ranked one of the top um, states as far as education-wise in the United States of America, unless he gets some freaking... Unless he's gonna be, unless they want him to be Nick Saban's predecessor, I find it very unlikely for. You, you can't tell me. You can't tell me St. Thomas isn't giving him a couple million dollars a year right now. I have no idea. He's making at least at least two to three million dollars right now. You think millions? Yeah, of course. Really? Glenn Caruso. Yeah. He could have really? gone. So St. Cloud That's State. Crazy. Let's look it up. Yeah. No, that's a lot of fucking dope. I mean, it is, but it's football. Football's a huge deal, especially college football. But for St. Thomas, I don't know. I mean, I guess I I never really thought about that. I thought, you know, maybe he's getting a couple hundred K, but let's see here. That would be, I can see why he wouldn't want to move away from that right away. Uh, also, if he stays there for... You know, the durations of, of his kids' education, they get free tuition, which is kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Not that he needs it if he's making three million bucks a year. What's it say? Glenn Caruso net worth. Hold on, I want to make sure. Glenn Caruso. Okay, Glenn Caruso. Okay, you're going to know this. Oh, my God. It's more than I thought. No shit. 6.81 mil. That's his net worth. That's his net worth. <laughs> wow. So my answer to you is no. <laughs> wow. That blows me out of the water. Think about how much money St. Thomas is getting just from uh, football boosters. Yeah. And he's really he's really good at what he does. And like I said, and I think I think a lot of and you know my my dad talks about this a little bit because my dad went to St. John's. Yeah. Um, oh. I like to think I was the only one in the family that went to the right school. <laughs> um, with that said, though, but I think I just think my dad used to be like, "Gosh, you know, Glenn Caruso keeps all of his uh, you know starters in for the entire game. He never puts his backs up backups in." It's like, why would he? Yeah. Like if he's gonna win a national championship. He's going to win a national championship because his best players are playing their best football. Like, why would he, why would anybody let up? And I have an issue with that because some people are like, oh, you know, this team won 98 to nothing. Maybe that, sh that team that put up zero points should get better. You know what I mean? I just have a hard time. What? Was that Hamlin? <laughs> well, I think it was. And, the, and the other thing too, the other thing too is, why did St. John's not get kicked out at the same time St. Thomas did? Because the last time we were in the Mayak, the worst, the worst score differential was a game between St. Scholastica and St. John's. And St. Scholastica actually lost to St. John's 98 to nothing. In fact, while I was there for my three years, 
We didn't even score a. I think we scored eighty points once. We never scored ninety points. Ooh. I mean, so we'd still lay the beat down like seventy four to nothing on Hamlin or something, but we didn't beat a team ninety eight to nothing. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty aggressive. Go Tommies, man. Go Gotta Glenn, love it. Hey, go Glenn Caruso. Jesus. Go Glenn Caruso. Good for you. Um, jealous as hell of you right now. Um, but for all those mini listener, mini weekend listener fans out there, this boy and I and our brother-in-law are going to a St. Thomas football game this fall. So stay tuned for what game we're going to go to. And if we're there, come say hi and treat us like royalty. Yeah. Bring us a beer. So, um, with that, um, I know we were going to, oh, um, the college football playoff. Mm. So, did you read up uh, much on that? A little bit, yeah. So, got denied. Essentially, what they're saying. Pushed off. And I just. Listen, the fact of the matter is Georgia, Clemson, LSU, like these prominent teams are always going to be at the top of it. And those four teams are always going to be the the final four teams. Why not make the college football playoff bigger so that more teams are able to say they made the playoffs and these teams can get better recruits and make it more interesting? Like, sure, the Alabamas, the two best teams are always going to find their ways in the national championship game. Right. But I looked up the stats. I don't have them in front of me, but I looked them up yesterday. There's been nine years of the BCS, or not the BCS, of the college football playoff. So nine years of four teams make the playoffs. There's two semifinal games and a national championship game. Alabama's been in one of the has been one of those four teams seven times. And they've won four titles. So Alabama's always going to be in the thick of things. I just don't want to always be forced to watch only Alabama play in the college football playoff. No, and it's more I want to see a Notre Dame. I want to see University of um Central Florida, UCF, you remember them back in 2013? Uh-huh. I want to see them in the mix. Like, let's see some of these teams, and let's see if they're really as good as these other teams, or if they're just good because they're playing shit teams during the regular season. Like, yeah. let's just see it. Yeah, it's more fun, and you can kind of turn it into, like, a March Madness kind of deal, almost. Not with as many teams, obviously, because it's, like, 12 teams. Right. But, you know, you can make a small bracket. It could be kind of fun. And I think from what I was reading, I think what they want is they don't want it to turn too much into a March Madness thing. Because Why wouldn't they? they? Well, because they love the whole bowl thing and they get so many sponsorships. And it's like, listen, you can still have the two semifinals right now are still, what is it, the Orange Bowl. and what, So you can still get these sponsorships. I think what they don't want to expose is I think once you do this, you got to make these games closer together and they don't want to see oh my gosh maybe alabama can't win you know three games i mean you look at the uh you know the nba playoffs you look at the nhl playoffs very rarely do teams win three or four straight games maybe maybe one of the reason is they're afraid the alabamas the georgias won't be able to win three four games in the span of a week and a half two weeks to which i would say who the fuck cares? Yeah. If they don't have the strength and the durability to be able to do that, then 
Why are they in the national championship game? No. Yeah, I agree. I I think they should. Well, and they might still do it, right? Well, they just yeah. they just kind of said no for right now. Right. Yeah. It might still happen down the line. Here. So yeah. So the first, the first time, and it sounds like what they're really trying to pass is the twelve team, which would mean you know the top four seeds would still get a buy, to make the final eight, and then you get the you know the bracket, sizing. Um, but the first time they said the 25 season, which means bowl games at the beginning of 2026. Mm-hmm. So 26, 27 would be the first year we could potentially see that. I would hope unless these guys are complete dicks and just don't want it. And they're just fucking and toying with us. I'm optimistic. We'll have something of it, whether it's 12 or eight teams in, um, in 26 27 i say there's a far away that's five years i know but my other thing too and this is the last thing i'll say and then you can say your last piece and then we can move on because i could go down this rabbit hole and (laughs) um they rank the top 25 teams for a reason like why why are you doing that so my thing would be okay find a way that every team you rank makes it to the final uh the championship. I don't care if you minimize the teams that get ranked or if you have to say okay, you know, we don't do 25 anymore, we do 24. Mm-hmm. You know, to make the even number. But in my mind like thinking about expanding this, it's like if you're only going to make four teams make it to the final thing, why not just rank four teams every single week during the college uh, fo- uh, college football season? Yeah. I don't know, man. I think that... Yeah, yeah. final thoughts before we move on. I just think it would be a great addition, and I think they should do it sooner. Do you know why it's, they, they're pushing it off to 2027? I think they just don't want to have... So, I think there's something with... They need to okay it, and then when they okay it, they place it, you know, they put it in place two or three years down the line. So they're just like, let's worry about this in the next couple years. Let's not worry about it five years from now, but let's give ourselves two, three years to hammer out the details. Because I think they do. They want more fan interaction. They want more... Yeah, sorry. I I think college football is fucking kick-ass. It's Everybody loves it. It's It's like the NFL. Yeah. And I mean, it, in the fall, it's more fast paced and high higher scoring, people get into it. I mean, you've been to a, a fucking like Gopher Badger game. You know, not in a while. Whoa! I was at my brother, my dad, and I. We were at that game a couple years ago at, at uh, TCF when we beat the uh, Penn State, who was ranked four. I was oh, at that game. I bet that, that was, was lit. I bet that was electric. Oh my yeah. god, that was an amazing game. Yeah, man, it's a. Uh, I. Why wouldn't they do this? Why wouldn't they implement it? It's going to end up bringing more revenue because it's going to highlight. It's gonna highlight college football more than it already is. It's gonna make people realize that, oh my God, this is a great, great environment to to be in. It's a great environment to watch, or it's a great game to watch rather. And yeah, you get to watch, like you said, your your Notre Dame's be in in the playoffs uh, instead of you know Alabama and Clemson again. Right. I mean, and and again, 
that's my thing. If if these guys are really worried, or oh, the Clemson or the Alabama's not going to be able to, you know, get through it and you know make it, it's like listen. I hope not. <laughs> well, I hope not. But at the end of the day, it's like the best teams always find a way to get it done. So yeah. if they really are the best teams in the country, they'll find a way to make it to the national championship game. And if they're not, it just they really exactly. And who? And if you're a if you're an actual athlete that's not looking for the clout or the the money, you want you clout. want to beat anybody. So that's that's what we have to say on uh, the college uh, football playoff. Um, now, before we get away from our college sports, we have our local business shout out. Um, we're shouting them out again this weekend because both Ben and I know of them because. We verified they are Tommy's themselves. They are Tommy themselves. So the Mini Hustlers, uh, once again, are a fitness duo based out of Minneapolis. Their workouts, guys, are based around strength, hit, and core workouts. You actually had a story that you heard about them um, going back to St. Thomas recently or something? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've never met them personally or I, I haven't seen them, but I've seen them on like Instagram and stuff. And They're always doing be... super cool workouts. Yeah. And I've... Uh... I'm part of, or I used to be a part of the Tommy Strength Club, uh, and apparently they went and visited them one day. They did like a, I don't know, a club seminar or something, uh, which is kind of cool. So that is sweet. Spending some time out of their day, reaching back out to the community. Love it. No, that's awesome. Well, and and honestly, um, like I like I talked about last weekend or last week too. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've because I followed them. I showed them out last week because I follow them on Instagram with my mini weekend account and I figured that, oh my gosh, you know, I had to have shouted them out before, but I'm like, I don't remember. I should verify that. So I went through all my shout outs. I never showed them out, but I've been following them for so long. So I'm like, I got to shout them out. So, um, no, if you guys don't follow them, follow them on Instagram, mini hustlers. Um, I'm not kidding you. Um, I don't know if they're trying to be motivational speakers or anything like that, but I can't tell you how many times I stumble upon their posts or their workout stuff, and I'm like, shit, I got to get back to the gym. Like, and, and within the next day or two, I do. Um, so um, go check them out. They reached out to me um, thanking uh, for the um, shout-out last week. So once again, of course, uh, we love shouting out a local businesses um but they did inform me um i was wrong last weekend i said they were only on instagram they're on instagram and tiktok um but also make sure yes but also make sure to go check out their website minihustlers.com they have two guides they have a 30-day hustler challenge and a 12-week gym guide um hustler challenge is 30 a week uh gym guide is 60 dollars. but they also have a lot of really cool stuff they have some affiliate uh links um, and, um, all that kind of fun stuff as well. So, um, with that, we're going to move on to, uh, the professional sports aspect of it. The so pros. we were, Ooh, I like that The pros what? on the mini weekend. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, so we were talking, what was it yesterday, two days ago and, um, we talked about, I talked about it with Sam a little bit last week, no, so kind of give me the lowdown on what exactly is going on with this MLB lockout. I did see that um, the owners put the players in a weird position. 
saying if there's no agreement by Monday, there's going to be a shortened season, yep. and nobody is going to get a full season salary. So, mm-hmm. what, yeah. Well, let's hope it's just a shortened season and not like a, a full-blown cancellation. That would be that would be nuts. I don't think they're going to do that. They'd lose too much money. But, um, yeah, I think uh, what it is is uh, we're trying to, or the players are trying to raise the minimum wage uh, for the league. And I think they had some concessions to it. Uh, I think that they raised it from like $630,000 to $640,000. It was pretty minimal. But it was... I mean, it's better than nothing. It was a slight concession. But uh, I think that might build year after year as long as the deal goes. But uh, anyway... Raising minimum wage for the players. I don't know how much I exactly agree with it. Just because, I mean, baseball, I play baseball. So I love it. I love the sport. I think it's also kind of a dying sport. Not a lot of people are watching the MLB World Series these days. They're not watching regular season games. I love but baseball, but I never really watch it. Watch it unless it's, it's playoff stuff. It, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's in the background. And we were talking beforehand about getting on a, you know, going on a double date with the wives, fiance, yeah. wife, um, to the Twins game. Which, by the way, official congratulations from us here. Not only your oh, yeah. brother-in-law, but from the mini weekend as well. Yeah, got engaged. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, even when you go to games, it's more of, um, what do I want to say? It's more of the experience. Yeah, you're there for the atmosphere. Yeah, you're, you're there watching. to kind of chat and, you know, kind of see, you know, some of the stuff. You're there to kind of walk around, you know, get some of the food, get some drinks, have some fun. You're not really there to, like, watch every single pitch. Yeah, and... Don't get me wrong. There are guys out there who they're watching every pitch. They're looking at the guy oh, yeah. that's stealing second. They're they're really into it. They got their notebook out. They're writing stuff down. Not exactly me. I'm there for a couple beers and some pretzels and you mini know, mini corn dogs maybe mini, mini corn dogs mini hot dogs. They have nachos. I mess yep. those up and I'm there for a good time. But. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I think the whole lockout thing is kind of ridiculous just because I think it is kind of a dying sport and you're you're going to be pushing for more more money. It's and it's, I don't have a whole lot of love for it either because it's your the minimum is $600,000 like that's a hell of a living. That's a, that's a lot of money. <laughs> well, and the the reality of it is too, I don't know if you've ever looked at this, maybe you have. Not dissing by the way i'm i'm you know gonna say this first because we live in 2022 now Mm -hmm. so not disrespecting other sports but when you look at the four in north america at least the four main like major sports you know the nfl the mlb the nhl and the nba Mm -hmm. the mlb players make an ass ton more of money more than the best players in the other three leagues so I mean, I'm right there with you. I understand that, um, you know, oh, you know, you want to, you know, maybe maybe there's something I don't know. And maybe the cost of being a professional player and live and living a professional athlete's lifestyle requires more than $600,000. But then maybe that's, and not to be a dick, but maybe that's something you got to think about then. Maybe mm-hmm. you either tell yourself, okay, if I'm not able to get at least a million dollar contract, 
I majored in this in college. Maybe I go after that instead. Yeah. I don't know. It's a, I think it's a lifestyle. I mean, yeah. For you, sure it if is. If you're making $600,000 a year and you're hanging out with, I don't know, fucking name a player who's making 18 Manny Machado. Yeah, something. Yeah. And they're making millions of dollars a year and you're going out to the bar with them. They're spending 20K a night. Yeah, I mean, they're buying all the drinks for you guys, essentially. Yeah. Uh, So you're kind of exposed to that that lifestyle. You want to be a part of that. I get that. But at the same time, you got to be smart with it. Maybe they're also thinking, you know, this is what I spent my whole life training for is the MLB and I don't really have a lot of streams of income after that but that's just not the reality you can go into sales you can go into coaching yep I don't know that's my two cents uh personally what I do think is neat is um they are no longer drug testing uh for at least steroids in the MLB which is did you see it did you see that I didn't and Honestly, I don't know how I feel about that. The the uh, like, I go back and forth. So the uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong or or somebody can, but uh, the MLB <laughs> is no longer testing for steroids uh, because the of the lockout. Basically, the the contract or something expired during the, this time, whatever it is. But um, yeah, and I think that's the way that baseball should go, personally. And I think uh, I I'm of the opinion that a lot of professional athletes at the very highest of levels, and uh, even at the lowest of the professional levels, are on some sort of steroid. So I think it'll create a bit of more of a transparency, and it'll also open up the the gates for you know some dude just hitting 600 600 foot bombs just. <laughs> straight out of center field like let's let's go that's what i want to see i want to see some home run derbies every time i go to a twins game my and i mean we were the bomba club i mean the twins i mean for two maybe even last year two for a couple years there we were in the top we were the top team one year we were the second to the best team and we were in the top five another year the last three years in home runs yet my only thing i would say to that is you know, again, we talk about, you know, competition with the college football, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, you talk about being the best of the best. My whole thing, if you're an athlete, if you're training tirelessly, if you're eating right, if you're really the best of the best, why do you need a drug that enhances your performance? Well, so you... You know what I mean? You might be... Picture it this way. Well, but do you... Like, like does that question make sense, at it, least? Okay. It does. So let's... I wanted to make sure I was... Let's think about it this wording way. Correctly. So you're... You're, you're you, Jack, okay? And you're married to Cassie. You got, you got a kid. And um, you're playing baseball. And you're, you're like, the, you're really good in terms of just overall the general population. You're the cream of the crop. But in baseball, in professional baseball, you're like clamoring for a spot. You're like, you're like tr- just trying to hang on. And there are guys... Tr- just trying to beat you out too and you might get cut you know that what's going to mm-hmm. give you the edge taking steroids and you're probably going to do that because you are the breadwinner and you're going you're trying to uh, keep the livelihood for your family that you have going 
So yeah, that's, I mean, that's, and I guess that that does make sense, and I do see that, but. Yeah, no, no, and again, not that I disagree with that. I mean, I disagree with the argument. I, I understand the argument, I guess I should say. I understand it, and I get it. I just, I disagree with it because at the same time, I mean, you look at it amongst other sports, and I guess part of my issue is you never hear about PEDs in hockey. You never hear about PEDs in basketball. You rarely hear about PEDs in um, football. You mainly hear about them in baseball. So my whole thing is it's like, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Like, I understand not a lot of people have, have probably the faith that I do or that we do or things like that. But I think at the end of the day, um, if you're meant to be in the NHL, if you're meant to be in the NBA, if you're meant to be in the MLB and you're that good, you'll, f- like, you'll be there. You know what I mean? Like, like, think about all the free training, all the free everything you get just from the team. You get, I mean, you get access to all this stuff, right, mm-hmm. at, at the facilities. So if you have all this access and you're still not able to make it, maybe it's not meant to be. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I, then again, I am an average Joe arguing this. <laughs> it's insane. Uh, I think the reason why you might not hear about it as much in, like, football and hockey is because those are really contact sports. If you have a roided-out jock running at you at full speed and you're running at him full speed and you can both squat 850 you're gonna die <laughs> like yeah in baseball there's no contact really I mean, but see that's my thing if there's no contact why are you taking performance enhancing drugs recovery man recovery is huge but I mean, baseball players steroids i mean like steroids letters steroids help you recover uh, a lot faster that's like their main thing and but let me ask faster you build more muscle but let me ask you this is taking steroids for the recovery time is it worth it knowing all the side effects that come with it well that's you know what i mean balance out yeah i mean personally so i I mean maybe sorry go ahead personally is it would it be worth it for me no no it wouldn't i have I have no skin in the the fitness or athletic game, so for me, no. But for somebody making you know twenty million bucks a year, you know uh, the risk of high cholesterol and heart disease, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Well, and that's just the thing too. If if you're, I don't, I don't know who a big guy is. You know, Mookie Betts for the uh, a couple names I do know. Mookie Betts from the Boston Red Sox, uh, Manny Machado of the LA Dodgers. Um, who's that stud, um, for the Angels, that pitcher slash, like, batter, uh, Okinta or something like that. So, my whole thing, essentially, my whole thing, if you're a big name like that and you're able to get to the end, or the MLB stardom with nothing, mm-hmm. and then you feel like you need it, why do you need it now? You made it that far without it. So maybe if you have a $500 million contract and it ravels out, maybe you hanging them up early with all this fucking money isn't the worst thing in the world because you have more money than I'm ever going to see. That's the thing, though, man. It's money. It's money, baby. And, And don't get me wrong. I'm motivated by money, and a lot of people are. But at the same time, it's like, at what cost? Because some of these guys that get busted for PEDs... Like, they don't take, right now anyways, 
I mean, it sounds like a changing in the MLB, but right now they don't take that shit lightly. Like you get tested for that, boom, hundred thousand dollar fine. Yeah. You know, and and now it's becoming more. The fines are becoming more based off of how much you're making. So it's not like a set five thousand dollar fine that LeBron James is paying. It's like, <laughs> oh, that's a quarter for him. You know, it's like, no, if you're making, if you're making a hundred thousand dollars. Boom, we're going to hit you with a $25,000 fine for um, juicing. And if you're a guy making $20 million, here's a million dollar you know, fine for you. You know, they're making it count now. Can you imagine getting a million dollar fine? I mean, oh my God. I mean, if you're making $20 million, that's still nothing to you. Still. Oh, my God. On a brighter note, we do have um, the uh, St. Saint Paul Saints season starting up in about... A month and a half. Uh, I'm looking at it right no now. April. That's a, oh my god, it's almost March. So oh. I know. So April fifth is their first game, but they're in Louisville um, from the fifth to the tenth. So the fifth is technically when they're starting their season. Uh, their first home game will be the twelfth. So um, for those looking for a season they know is going to happen, and for a cheaper <laughs> option. I mean, shit, it's been a couple years since I've been to the stadium. This is a sweet little stadium that they got. And mm-hmm. they're now an official um, minor league team for the Minnesota Twins, which is pretty cool, too. Yeah. That, that just cool. happened last year, I think, it or did. maybe two years ago. Yeah, it happened last year, uh, which is pretty awesome. I love going to the Saints games. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. The Saints are dope. I yeah, and you can actually field. pay. T- I think they have a ticket. It's like 5 or $10. And your seat is actually to sit in a slab of grass in the outfield. Yeah. Super effing sweet. Yeah, yeah. No, it is. You could cool. bring Luna. <laughs> you should. That's oh, what we should do. Oh god, no! Yeah. Don't bring that up to Cassie. I'm gonna bring it up like right when we leave here. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, another thing. I don't know if you knew this. All home. Um, Games. I mean, not that there's you know million, you know a ton of them, but every single home game that is on a Friday at CHS Stadium, they have like a fireworks show after the game. What? Mm-hmm. So they'll be at home. So those interested in those games, they got a game Friday at home on April fifteenth. They got one on April 29th. Um, I think they play a couple different months. So um, May sixth, uh, May twenty seventh. Uh, June tenth, uh, and then that's and then July first, fifteenth, and 29th. Jeez, they played longer than I thought. Yeah. August twelfth, then nineteenth, and that might be the end of it. Do they play in September? Shit, they do. And then September second, sixteenth. I don't think they play in October, but I'm gonna be. Nope, they don't play in October. You're good. Yeah. So yeah, those are the days to look for if you're interested in uh that. And Saints, if you want to sponsor us, give us a ticket or two. We go. That'd be so sweet. We'd Being go. sponsored by the Saint Saint Paul Saints. That'd be pretty neat. That'd be pretty oh my neat. gosh. We don't ask for much. No, no. I hey hey. I don't ask for anything. <laughs> <laughs> Especially, I mean, I should clarify. I ask for a lot of things as Jack. I don't ask for a lot as the mini weekend though. True. True. So. No, it's um. Yeah, that'd be cool. But uh, have you ever been to Oxcart? It's right across from the uh, CHS. I haven't. My family's been there, and they love it. And they're like, it's the perfect like pregame kind of place to go get some food before, and then head on over. So 
Yeah, and you can kind of see, you can, it like overlooks the stadium. You can't really see into it so much. You can see like left field or something, but you know, it, it's cool. No, it's, um, it's legit. I like it. And shit, I mean, talking about it, I, gosh, even though we got the kid now, I, I definitely want to go see at least one game at CHS Field this year. That'd be really cool. Yeah. And one of those Friday games that they have, like the, like, I, I don't know, make it count. Like, go to a game that, you know, make it count. Well, let's do it, Jack. Put let's it in the it. book. Get a babysitter. If anybody's listening out there that wants to babysit Jack's kid. Uh, <laughs> email. I'm not going to give him my phone number right now. Email. <laughs> we'll go that route. And then, you know, if, we'll see how if you're not a psychopath, out. maybe we'll, 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 <laughs> we'll get closer to that. But, yeah, we'll have to, I mean, now that we're... I mean, don't want to give marriage a bad name, but now that we're both domesticated, we kind of run it the idea with the wife and the fiance. But I think they'd go for it. I think they would. I think they'd love it. There've been two Saints games with Allie. Ooh. Oh, in the last two years. Yeah. Fun, fun little area. So mm-hmm. definitely go check them out, and you know, hope hope for the best for the Twins. I mean, again, like you said, I would agree that it's kind of a dying sport. I don't want it to die off because it is fun entertainment. It is a fun sport, yeah. and it really is. Um, it really is America's pastime, and you don't want to see a sport like you know. But the, I, I definitely think they got to do some things to make the game a little more. I don't know if interactive. Yeah, interesting. Well, they interesting. had the thing. Um, what was it? It was like uh, they were thinking about taking it from nine innings down to seven. Remember that? Yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to that. And they do, I know they do have something of a shot clock. So once the pitcher gets the ball back, he has to, um, what is it? He has to, he has to throw the ball or start his windup within, I think it's 24 seconds or else uh, a ball is assigned to the count. Um, they've done that and they've done, um, if you're a pitcher, you have to pitch at least one inning to avoid the innings taking forever too. So they've added some rules to make the game not go prolonged. But mm. dude, some of these games are just so freaking long, and I'm just like, I I, I want to go watch the entire game, but not if it takes fucking five hours. I don't want to be at the stadium from seven until midnight. Yeah, what's one rule that you or one change? that you would implement in baseball to make it more interesting? What do you think? What are your thoughts? Uh, I didn't ask you about this beforehand, so... I go back and forth. I go back and forth between making it a six or seven inning game, like shortening it, Yep. or doing something maybe a little unorthodox, but making it a little more like softball. You only get so many fall balls, and then you strike out. Oh, you strike out on a foul. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I was in a softball league last year. Fucking hated that. Oh <laughs> Strike God. it out on a foul. Ah. But you know what I mean? Like, how many times? Like, because I think the name of the game. Those would be my two because everybody says God, they have to make it more fun for the fans. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what makes it more fun for the fans? Either making the game shorter or making the game more interesting. So I would go with one of those two routes. What if if you were Rob Manfred? What would you do? I don't know, man. I think uh, this is the the meathead coming out of me. I would love to see some contact in baseball. 
Love it. What do you know. mean kind of contact though? What kind of contact are you talking about? Like maybe if you're stealing second, all right, or stealing third, shortstop, second baseman, whoever can hit you. <laughs> that is insane. That is insane. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know how they would make it more interesting. I well, but how would how would you make it more interesting? I don't know, man. I uh I think the idea of, you know, the making a like softball strike out on a foul ball. That's a that's a solid point. I. Okay, now you're just copying me, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe if you don't hit a certain number of home runs in the game or something, you get penalized. Oh my gosh! Or like you you don't hit a home run in an in in or something, you get uh, I don't know, you get one less strikeout next inning. Or maybe like more like softball, like our beer league softballs. Like you can hit one home run, but then you you're not allowed to hit another home run until the next team at least gets See, a home run. It's an out or something. I don't. I, that I would be going, funny as hell. I was going That'd opposite. Be funny of that as hell. Because I love seeing home runs. Oh, so do I. But so, that would be funny. It would be that. That's all I gotta say on that. I don't know. I think baseball's got some. Uh, they've got some ground to cover. Yeah, so um, yeah, I think, I think that kind of wraps up our uh, baseball talk. Um, now I think we're going to. I think we kind of talked about this, and I think we're kind of in agreement. We'll we'll wrap up the podcast here with, arguably, both of our favorite sports, um, football. Football. The Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Um, how. What are your thoughts? Kind of take me through everything in your opinion that's happened. Do you like it? Do you not like it? Um, and kind of what to look forward to and, you know, do you like what we're doing? I like it all. They could have Good. put a, uh, like a toad in the head coaching position and I would have liked it more than Zimmer. So, <laughs> um, no, I, I think, like uh, I think I really like our choices <laughs> Uh, yeah. We have a new offensive coordinator too, who's from the Rams. Yeah, team that and, won a Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I forget. Did they win a Super Bowl? Oh yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, uh, that was oh this year we got that guy. Yeah, so yeah. I think that's really cool because we have a lot of offensive weapons that are at our disposal. Uh, I think Dalvin. I think utilizing Jefferson. I think uh, giving Kirk another chance. I think I'm going to say another name I think you for might have forgotten about because we'll have him for this upcoming season, oh. but we didn't have him this last year. Irv. Irv. Swervin Irvin. Dude, I'm excited to see him play. He Dude's like 23, what? 24 years old, so he's young as hell. What he's he ready tear? to break out. Like what did he tear? Why was I he think out? he has. It was something in his leg. Yeah. I, I don't know if it was like knee-related or if it was ankle-related, but... He's young enough that he can still come back from something like that. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see him play, though. Me too. Me too. Ooh, I, I got to say, we... Sorry. I was just going to say, free agency hasn't really hit itself yet. What returning player, offense or defense, are you looking forward to playing the most in 2022? Uh, for the Vikings? Outside of maybe Justin Jefferson. I was going to say Justin. Outside uh, of him, who would be your next one you're most looking forward to seeing him play then? That's a good question. 
Well, I did. You're right. I did forget about Irv. Uh, so he's up there. It might be Irv. I like it. I like it. I think he's going to get a lot more. You keep thinking. I'm going to say this. I think he's going to get a lot more touches because I think, you know, you think back to Kyle Rudolph, and I think he was unhappy because a little unhappy from the standpoint of he was more of a catching tight end and uh, less of a blocking tight end. And he turned out to be an exceptional um, blocking tight end. But he wanted to get more involved in the passing game. And for some reason, up until this last year, Zimmer just refused to have our tight ends be a focal point of our offense. Right. And I think now, with this new guy coming in, I think he wants anybody that's open to be able to get the ball. You know who else I'm interested in seeing what happens? I'm not like who? I'm not excited to see him play, but I'm interested in seeing what happens with him. Tyler Conklin, uh, just because we have Irv coming back. I don't know if he did a pretty decent job this he season. He did. I don't know if he's going to be getting a lot of playtime, if any at all. I mean, I'm, I'm just kind of curious what they're going to do with him, if he's going to ride the bench for a year. but uh, No, I don't think he's going to ride the bench. I don't think so either because he, he was pretty solid. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in that. Um, mainly, I want to see Irv play, though. Um, yeah, I like those specialty positions. No, I like it. No, you're right. I mean... You have to, you have to put tight ends stats a little bit into perspective because they are also blocking. It's not like every single play they're an yeah. option. Yeah. But in twenty twenty one, he played all seventeen games for us. Um, he had sixty one receptions. Uh, so I think that's what an average of five or something a game. Five hundred ninety three yards. Um, average of nine point seven yards per reception. So almost a first time down every time he touched the ball. Um, and three TDs. That's pretty solid. That's that that's not first, a bad year. Was that his first year? Uh, let's see. He no. His first, his rookie year was 2018. So this would have been his oh, fourth wow. year. He's so been he, here a while. He's still a young guy. I think, I think Zimmer this year, knowing that, you know, he was going to do more with our tight ends. I think that, um, I think that, uh, he was anticipating using Tyler Conklin as more of the pass um, protecting and the more and the blocking tight end, mm-hmm. and using um, Irv as more of the you know catching the you know hands. the more yeah the more hands guy. And I think he was put in an unusual position this year. And I think Conklin did great in both roles. Truthfully. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Thielen, so yeah. uh, how long do you think he's got left in him? I, I was thinking about that. I think, so, my whole thing, I think, I still think Adam Thielen is one of the best receivers in the game. Um, he you, you always need to keep an eye on him in the red zone. He's always um, right there for a breakout play. Um, I mean, for Christ's sake, he led us in touchdowns last year. Yeah. Um, Last year, I mean, he played 13 games last year, um, had 67 receptions, 726 yards, and 10 TDs. Mind you, 736 seems like a small number for him. Justin Jefferson damn near reached 22, 2300 yards. So it's not like, you know, he just had a bad year. It's no, we were playing, we were playing a lot more as JJ as our number one receiver too. I think. Yeah. 
So, but I don't know. I mean, sorry, I didn't really answer your question. He's been here 2014, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. So he's been here eight years. He's what? I think he's... 40? No, he's not 40. 40. That's a lie. Where is my head at? He's 30. He's he's probably got to be around my age, maybe 30, 31. Um, I mean, the work this guy puts in, he is... I think... And this is where I struggle. I think... He could play for another five, six years. I think he's got... Well, hold on. I think he can play for five to six more years. I think he's got two this year, next year, and maybe three, two to three years of being a solid, good two, um, uh, number two or number three wide receiver. Because I think KJ Osborne... Watch oh, out for him I this upcoming year, too. KJ. Watch out for him this year, too. I liked him a lot. He was he was fun to watch actually. He surprised me. Um. So Kevin O'Connell, you like him? You're excited? You like the new GM? Like I said, I like all of the changes to the leadership team that they made. I like it all. All right, I like leadership it. team, coaching staff. So let me tell you. <laughs> no, no, I like it. Um, I think we got to move on from. I think as painful as it is for me to say this. I think the quarterback thing, we give Kirk one more year. Um, we don't extend him right now. No. Because I think Kirk is... I, I saw something the other day. It was like, would you rather spend $40 million on Kirk or would you rather spend that elsewhere? And I didn't hate... Nah, I didn't even have to think about it. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm thinking to myself, if you're Kirk Cousins, you have a top three running back. You have Justin Jefferson, KJ Osborne... And Adam Thielen as arguably one of the best one, two, three tandems at the wide out position. Maybe not the best, but one of the best. And you got Tyler Conklin, who proved himself this last year, and Swerve and Urban coming back. Mm-hmm. Swerve and Urban. Like, you have all those weapons. If he went anywhere else, Kansas City might have those weapons for him. Maybe, t- maybe Tennessee. Maybe Cincinnati. Maybe the Chargers, and maybe Buffalo. So there's a handful of teams there that don't need quarterbacks that have that that have that firepower that we do. I that I believe we do. Why would he want to go anywhere else? So I I think if we're gonna extend him, he needs to take a lot less money. Truthfully, I'm I, I'm not I, opposed. I'm not opposed to sticking with him long term. I'm just fed up with this bullshit of Garrett giving him. Fucking thirty-three to forty million dollars a goddamn year, really. That's that's my whole thing on him. What about Deshaun Watson? <laughs> I truthfully, I like it. I would love to get him. He can ball. He's great. My only concern would be if all of these allegations end up being true. Dude might be done playing in the NFL. I and I don't want to gut, and, and I don't want to trade for a guy that's not going to end up playing for us. You know what I mean? I think he is done in the NFL personally, even though he's on my flipping uh, dynasty team. <laughs> Classic. You can't drop him because who knows? He might play. I and he might. If you drop him and he, <laughs> oh. So I know um, there's a lot of questions still up in the air. I know free agency hasn't really hit yet. I know there hasn't been a whole lot of trades. You know, the couple things we do know 
is that uh, we got a new GM, a young GM, mm-hmm. and a new coach and young coach who are probably going to be here for the next five to ten years. So I'm going to, again, I know there's a lot of questions. I'm going to rattle off because we know we don't have dates or anything like that, but we know our nine opponents that are coming to U.S. Bank next year, yep. and we know the eight teams we're going to. Okay. Oh, so we you're, got, you're going to rattle? Okay. We got Chicago Bears, Detroit Lions, Green Bay Packers. How do you see us going, doing through those three series in there? So it's the first one, Bears? Bears, yeah. We go there and we host them. How do you think we do? Do we come out with two wins or one or none? Um, I'm going to say we go one and one. And all of these, okay, all of these are just gut feelings. Okay, yeah, Detroit we'll Lions. We smoke them. So we sweep them. Uh, Green Bay Packers. Because truthfully, go with gut feeling. But truthfully for me, Packers stem on if Aaron Rodgers is there. If Aaron Rodgers is there, I think we split. We might go 0-2. If he's not, we dominate both those games. But gut feeling, we're at three games right now. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to stay. And if he doesn't stay, we take him down. So five. So Okay, so if I want, I like it. So our... What's that? Our because we host nine teams this year, yeah. At home, okay. so our other six: Dallas Cowboys, lose. Okay, uh, New York Giants, beat them. Arizona Cardinals, lose. New York Jets, <laughs> beat them. New England Patriots. Ooh, that's a tough one. I. That's a that's a tough one. Gut feeling. Lose. And Indianapolis Colts. Beat them. Okay. So we go. We went through our first, what's that? One, two, three, four, five, six, 12 games, and you have us winning eight. I like it. Okay. Road, we go to Philadelphia. Play the Eagles. Lose. Okay. Uh, we go to Washington and play the Commanders. That's their new name, by the way. Wait, what? Yeah, or Commander, sorry, I think. <laughs> Something like it's that. Not, it's not Washington football? Not anymore, thank, oh. God, thank God. Man, I was hoping they'd keep that forever. Oh, right. we'll beat them. We'll All right, New Orleans Saints. I forgot that the Saints even existed. they still relevant? <laughs> I don't think they are. I think since Drew Brees went down, Elder Kamara had an off year. And... Yeah, we'll beat them. Uh, Miami Dolphins? I think the Dolphins are going to have a good year this year, actually. Is that good year? I don't, I don't have any reason why, but I think they're going to have a good year. Okay. Yeah. We'll beat them? Or do you think we'll lose to them? We'll beat them, but it'll be... It'll In be, Miami, it'll be close? It'll okay. Be and then Buffalo Bills. We'll lose to them. Okay, so you got us going 11-6. and six. I like it. Now, obviously, like I said, there could be a lot of things happening... Buffalo, something could go on in Buffalo. Something could go on with the something could go on with anything, and you know you could. But I like it first. First gut feeling, eleven and six. That's not a bad record. I'll take that if record. we were eleven and eleven and six this last year, we would have been in a playoff spot. Yeah, which would have been sick. So, I think fortunate. Fortunately, I think us not make the, making the playoffs this last year was a blessing in disguise, because on popular opinion. I think had we found a way to even squeak in to that final spot, even if we got blown out in that first game, 
I think if we found a way to squeak in, Mike Zimmer would be coming back. Yeah. And I, I and I, I wanted him gone before the season even started. I can't believe they actually got rid of him, and I'm so happy that they did. Oh my god, me too. It was great. That was a great day for me. So. Crack a cold one for Mr. Zimmer. Well, no, seriously. I mean, thank you. You know, thank you for you know the good years. He 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 did some great things with us. You know that's you know that's not to be dismissed. But this old school football, you know, football has changed just in the last five six years. And his old school mentality of playing football isn't what wins you games, playoff games, and Super Bowls right now. Unfortunately, not anymore. Did you see Zimmer's girlfriend? Oh my gosh, the smoke show. She's a dime. (laughs) She's a flipping dime. Cassie, you can turn the podcast off right now. <laughs> Talk to <you> later. <laughs> um, no, she is fine. Yeah. Um, she knows. No. He knows why she's there. Oh, she yeah. Knows oh, yeah. Why she's there. Yeah. Everybody knows why they she's there. They know what's there. going on. Everybody. Every, yeah. He's got money. She's got a booty. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, no, I like it. I'm. I'm I'm excited. Uh, obviously, a lot of things. I'm excited. Patrick Peterson's coming back. Originally, he was wanting to retire. He wanted to come to Minnesota play for a year, and um, he was going to be done. But he was like, "No, I I love the co- culture here. I want to play here for. I want to play with Minnesota." He came out publicly saying, "For another year or two. So it's it's good to know you've got something good going on to make a guy like Patrick Peterson, who's a veteran, who knows a good team, because he's been on some shitty Arizona teams before. Um, you know, that's that's got to be a good feeling for us. Um, going forward here, uh, what are, yeah, what are you, what are your thoughts going into next season? Do I you think, think we're, be... do you think we'll win the NFC North? No. Well, no. no. Who Who's going to win the NFC North? That's our division. You think the Packers still will? That was my gut reaction. I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, if the Packers have Aaron Rodgers, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, if they don't, no. If they don't, maybe, you think we'll win? Maybe we will. It all relies on Aaron Rodgers, I think. I think it all relies. Gonna, I think it. He's not going to wait long. I saw a thing today that he said he's going to let everybody know in the next couple days. I think. I think if Aaron Rodgers goes... The NFC North is ours to lose. Because I just I don't trust Justin Fields could develop a ton between last year and this year. I just don't trust Chicago's developmental developing talents to think that Chicago is going to be a legitimate threat next year. Anyways, I don't know. I think we'll go one and one with them. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why. We've always had a tough time coming away with the win in Chicago for some reason. Regardless of if they're good or bad. Um, but yeah, you uh, you talked about it a little bit earlier. Um, so for our listeners, we got a lot of cool things coming. Uh, obviously, we got new mics. So we sound Hello. very professional tonight. Um, you sound sexy. You always sound sexy. Thank you. <laughs> Um, but yeah, within the next month or two, we'll be live streaming all of our episodes. Um, we got a website coming up and another, um, thing we got going on here. So, um, I kind of forgot about this, but I want, I thought I'd bring it up. So you're not able to go and do it now, but March Madness, a lot of people love March Madness. 
here at the mini weekend this year, we made a group. So you can't go on and make a, a bracket yet. Uh, they're not available until 3.13, a couple days before it starts. But if you go on to uh, Men's Tournament Challenge and you look up um, uh, the mini weekend, there's a group. And if you join that group, you can make up to eight brackets. And if you win, if at the end you win, or if for some reason the great mini weekend wins, if you're in second place... You will win a, a free sticker and a free t-shirt that we will mail out to you. So um, you can actually go on right now and you can join the group. You just can't fit, uh, fill out brackets. Um, but I will continue to remind people of that as well. So Hell yeah. Uh, you know, I'll be making a bracket. Better make eight. <laughs> At least. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, make is. I know some people are diligent. I make five, and I like the five I stick with. I make. I mean, ESPN allows you to make up to twenty five. I'm like that's. So I'm like that's excessive. I'm minimizing this a little bit, but hey, I think giving you, you guys eight brackets to get into is is a decent amount. I literally make two every year. Yeah, I that's I always it. make as many as I can. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but so that's why I will only be making in this group like one or two. So and then twenty five on ESPN, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 in a separate group. So that is what we have for you guys tonight, Ben. Any last uh, final thoughts before we uh, get off for the night here? Nah, man. I mean, thank you for having me on the podcast. Hell yeah! Time number, I think three. I know. I uh, think you've um, tied Jeff now for the most times on the podcast. I appreciate it. It's always a fun time. It's always uh, fun. Yeah, that's that's about it for me. It's been it's been real mini. Yeah, well, we'll definitely have to hit up. Now that it's getting nicer out, we definitely got to go hit up a couple breweries. Oh, more than a couple. More than a couple. Let's do it. So remember, you guys, this podcast is about you guys, the listeners. If you have a topic you want me to address or a question you want us to answer here, please reach out on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, or by emailing us. Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram handles are at miniweekend. And email is miniweekend at gmail.com. That's M-I-N-N-Y. W-E-E-K-E-N-D at gmail.com. And be sure to let us know if you'd like to stay anonymous with your questions as well. Also, find us and give us um, on Instagram where there are giveaways and you can stay up to date on all things Mini Weekend. And lastly, hit that subscribe button uh, to get notified when the new episode comes out. Until next time, Mini.